0: While we remain standing, I'd like to point out something that uh, I think is true. Most of us love a good story, and we have another one before us here in the scripture, but before I read this passage from Luke chapter two, join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray now that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts will be pleasing in your sight, for we pray this through Jesus Christ, who is the Word, made flesh, our rock, and our Redeemer. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. I'll be reading today from Luke chapter 2, just following up from that gospel lesson, beginning in verse 27. Luke chapter 2, verse 27. And he, Simeon, came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him up in his arms and blessed God. And said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Jesus' father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him, and Simeon blessed them. And said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this one is appointed for the fall and the resurrection of many in Israel, and for a sign to be spoken against, and a sword will pierce even your own soul, to the end that the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Thus far the reading of God's word, and all of God's children said, Amen. You may be seated. Well, Advent is past, Christmas has come, and we are in the midst of the 12 days of Christmas. So since we are after Christmas, our passage today concerns events which occurred after the birth of Jesus. These events would have been 40-some days after Jesus' birth. Now, if we were to look over our shoulders or into the rearview mirror, what would we have seen? Well, the shepherds had already watched their flocks by night, done. The shepherds had heard the angelic message, as well as the choir of angels. The child was born, swaddled up. The angels departed, and so did the shepherds. The shepherds scampered off and found the child in Bethlehem. Then, some eight days later, the child was circumcised and given the name Jesus because circumcision in the Old Covenant and baptism in the New Covenant are naming rituals. That's when the name is placed on. Since that time, another page of the calendar has turned and we need to add another 33 days The parents have brought Jesus and their offering of little birds into the temple because they are at the temple in Jerusalem now. They're no longer in Bethlehem. Right then, Joseph and Mary and Jesus enter the temple. And it was at that precise moment that the Holy Spirit directed a man named Simeon to arrive and enter the temple as well. A couple of promises to think about. That baby was the fulfillment of the ancient promise for a Savior. Simeon, walking in, had been given a not-so-ancient promise that he would not die until he had seen the Savior. Right then, at that moment, verse 28 of our passage, Simeon scoops the child up in his arms He receives the child. He welcomes the child. He embraces the child. A precious sight, no doubt. Simeon blesses God. He offers praise to the Lord. I don't know about you, but at times I read in the Bible and I I find that I need to stop reading at the speed of sight. (laughs) So instead of reading at the speed of sight, Let's pause and consider some contrasts. A newborn baby is being held in the arms of a man who is presumably an old man. Jesus was recently born, and this older man is ready to die. Some of the wonder of this moment Is when old flesh holds new flesh. The baby is the word made flesh. And being a true baby at this moment is wordless. However, the older man has words to say over and about this baby. Consider the scene. Imagine a man of years with his own history, all of the events of his life coming to a point in this very moment, a moment when his hands and arms hold the Lord's Christ. Huh. We see him at this moment, and this older man is readily stepping onto the precipice of his own death, for he is in the evening of his life. Simeon speaks, and these could very well be his last words. And when someone speaks their last words, there's an expected hush. People usually lean in to hear. Joseph and Mary are leaning in, and this is is what Simeon said. Now, Lord, you are letting your bondservant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to all nations and the glory of your people Israel. Israel. Simeon is being released. Lord, now you are letting me go. Many of us in this room have likely known someone right at the point of death. That someone seems to be just holding on, lingering, waiting. Hanging on, awaiting perhaps some person or some word. Perhaps they are awaiting a a person, the arrival of a loved one. Or maybe they're waiting to hear comments such as, we love you, we'll miss you, it's okay, we'll be okay, you can go now. Simeon says, you are now releasing your servant according to your word. The Lord has kept his word. Simeon may now depart in peace, and the only way anyone departs in peace is because of the Lord keeping his word So even as Simeon's flesh-wrapped hands and arms hold the Savior, who is also wrapped in flesh, Simeon now speaks of his eyes, his own eyes. For my eyes have seen your salvation. And this salvation, Simeon's words go on, is not just for one old man. No, the Lord's promise is not just for Simeon. But for the whole world, you have prepared this salvation in the presence of all peoples, the light of revelation for the nations and the glory, the culmination glory for your people Israel. Amazement surrounded the birth of this child. And this amazement continues. Mary and Joseph are amazed at what is being said. However, Simeon is not finished. Simeon blesses them. Verse 34. He speaks to Mary, Jesus' mother. And he speaks of what is to come. Words of appointment. Words of necessity. Words of conflict ahead. Grief to come. Words of exposure. These are the words of a prophet. Simeon says, This child is appointed for the fall and the resurrection of many in Israel. There will be a going down before there is a lifting up. And it will begin with this one, with Jesus. He will die and then he will rise, others will follow. Always in that order. A falling before there's a rising, a going down before there's a lifting up, a death before a resurrection. Any who will be of Christ must go through this fall before they rise. There is no ladder to climb. There is a death to enter. There is no other way. And we may push against that and say, Oh, I don't want that way. It's the only way this child is appointed for such, the fall and the rise of many in Israel. Now, if Simeon is still holding the child, consider this. Simeon, whose days are numbered, are holding an infant Whose days are also in one sense numbered. For he will die. And if you have ever looked closely at the hands of an older person, an older man, or an older woman, you would see that those hands represent something of an honest, an accurate testimony such aged and ripened hands are unable to hide the passage of time or the marks or the stains or the scars of the years testimonies in the hands we should call them flesh testimonies Now Simeon's older hands are holding an infant whose flesh will itself, in the fullness of time, be marked. His hands will be pierced. His body will be stained with his own precious blood. Simeon also says... That this child is a sign, a wonder to be opposed. Literally spoken against. Many resist the death before resurrection. Fall before the rise that is found in Jesus. And in following Jesus, there's always a death before a resurrection. So instead, what they'll do as they reject, they'll speak mockingly. They will ridicule Bew and herumph. Not gonna go that way. They will speak against Jesus because his way is low, not just mangery low, but mangy. It's unimpressive and does not readily receive the recognition of the crowds. For his way is humble. And it is marked by humility, and we see this once again on the pages of the gospel. The Lord of glory, who eternally holds all things together, is in this moment held up in the arms of an elderly man. Humility. Simeon will soon go the way of all flesh. And right now he is holding the I am who was before Abraham. In humility here, he is held up in the hands of another. In humility later, he will be borne up by the hands of those who long for his death. He will submit to that as well. Last of all, Simeon says in verse 35 and a sword will pierce even your own soul. When Simeon said those words, did he glance at Mary? And a sword will pierce your own soul. You will be punctured. And to ever encounter a parent who has lost a child before the time, there's a piercing and a puncturing. To the end that many hearts may be revealed, there'll be an exposure going on. A glorious story, a wonderful story, a beautiful account. So now I will conclude. It's a wonderful account of a man holding the one who is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. It's a wonderful account. These are likely Simeon's last words as he held the eternal word in his arms. We can only wonder if Mary recalled these words when she heard her son's final words from the cross. And yet we know that Jesus himself is the final word. And it is still the case that this one who is spoken against still reveals the hearts, the thoughts of the hearts of many. So I have a question for you. How could Simeon depart peacefully? Was Simeon at peace? Because he was holding the Savior? Or rather, because of the Lord's sure word which held him? Was Simeon at peace in his departure? In the only way we'll ever have peace in our departures because we know of the Lord's embrace of his own children from the cradle to the grave. The Lord, through the prophet Isaiah, and with these words I conclude. You have been born up by me from birth. You have been carried from the womb. And the Lord promises, even to your old age, I will be the same. Even to your graying years, I will bear you. I have done it and I will carry you. And I will bear you and I will deliver you. Isaiah 46, 3 and 4. A peaceful departure is because of the Lord's embrace of his people accomplished through Jesus who is the final word. May the Lord add his blessing to his word and our lives in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.